Hello, everyone, and welcome to the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast. Here, we are looking to help Wild Rift players new and old to improve their game by creating a library of important information that is easily accessible for anyone who wants to up their skill. You can follow us in our Discord, on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Links to all of these can be found using our link tree available in the podcast description. If you'd like to support us monetarily, you can reach out to Hispanic Link in Discord, or you can check out our Patreon via our link tree. Okay, two numbers that time. About average for my computer for the countdown. Very nice. Okay, we we got the four man Yasuo all that time. Did you win? Ooh, gotta love that. Dave's in the middle of playing an ARAM for this episode, by the way, folks. And Ryan is in the middle of playing Path of Exile, or at least was. You're finished for the moment? Uh, well, I finished the first act, and then I was like, oh, well, Antonio's computer's crashing. Let's, uh, let's start the next zone. That's fine. So, uh, as soon as I finish this, I'll be taking a break so we can do this podcast. Honestly, it's not that bad of an idea for us to game while talking about a podcast about a game. If anything, I think that shows that we're more about that life, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm such a dedicated gamer that I can't focus for my podcast. So dedicated. So dedicated. All right. Hello, everyone. My name is Hispanic Link. I am here on episode 15 of the League of Learning Wild Rift podcast, and we have three other hosts with us today. Who else we got here? We got the artist, artist formerly known as Kanan, currently known as Chunko. Yeah, that's our boy. Who else? Two more? Oh, yeah, I'm next. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Aram Gamer Geek Leave. We won, though, so it's okay. Hey! Yeah, there you go. Who are you playing, Deke Leaf? <coughs> that's not a character the stash man himself brom brom it's a good character to carry on the strongest stash hard to carry that shit too and last but not least who do we got everyone's favorite i'm emily you're emily i'm emily the emily so totally one and only emily in the whole world i've never heard of anyone else have that name nope I'm pretty sure it's unique to just you. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. Isn't it? Like, the most unique name there is. <laughs> Goddamn right, give me that fucking ass. Whoa. Oh, man. All right, so the first topic we have for today, does anyone have any exciting updates on their playtime recently in the app? So I'm going to go first, because I just hit Diamond today. I had a pretty good grind session. Hey, you old braggy. Yeah, braggy Antonio. That's what they call me. You did it. <laughs> yeah 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 no it's true i ended up making it to dime today i think i went like six and one in games or something today so i might end up hitting some legendary ranked today for the first time ever i'm so excited for the legendary queue keep that grind up yeah grind up right gotta get to i don't even know what the top 
is. It's like legend or something. Brag E. Brag With that in mind, I'm also recovering from COVID. And so I've I've been okay. Don't worry, listeners. We're still here. Oh no, did you die? Dead. I almost. Very close. I got sick, which is like dying, but temporary. Huh. Good one. It's very crazy. Very crazy. Feel like you're making shit up, but okay, keep carry on. I could be. Uh, I also had an abnormal amount of objective steals today. I think I stole three dragons and a Rift Herald today so far. So I think the enemy teams are just bad. I don't think I'm good particularly, but I have been getting a lot better at my uh, objective steal timings. So don't worry, you'll regress to the mean. So you think that the teams you were playing against today were bad and you went six and one today? Yeah. Are these things related? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) Very possibly linked <laughs> potentially all right i was just curious all right let's go with ryan i haven't actually played that much because i've actually i've been preparing for my my uh second favorite game uh, path of exile new expansion today i was gonna say who gives a shit about wild rift tell us about path of exile the new patch today how's it going it's going pretty well and like i said i just cleared act one which is not particularly impressive right i'm you know Got to make it through the whole game, but we're going through so nice and steady. You're going to try out the new skill. Uh, the nice thing about trying out the new skill is a bunch of streamers are trying out the new skill too, and they're way faster than me. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I can just kind of get to chill back and level and watch them try out the new skill. And it turns out looks it's looking pretty dank, guys. It's looking pretty dank. Um, Hashtag pilot gap. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Yep, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But player diff. Whatever. Whatever. No, that's totally fine. However you want to play games, right? Yeah. I mean, hey, someone's gotta be better. Someone's gotta be the best, right? You can't that's true. Me. Somebody has to be the faker of Path to Exile. Path of Exile. Path to Exile is a fucking magic card, you fucking casual. Oh. I I mean, you know what? That's a fair insult. I am a casual. <laughs> but to be fair, the game of the name I mean the name of the game is straight up inspired by path the card path exiled so that's cool yeah they're big big magic fans at grinding gear games i feel like a lot of people are big magic fans but what do i know it's a pretty good game yep (laughs) it might (laughs) arguably be the best card game of all time but you know who am i to say contender for best game of all time (laughs) that's definitely true i wonder if it's the biggest player base as far as like paper games go it's got to be, right? Uh, probably second only to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> your, your mother's a lovely lady. I, I'm very fond of her. So. Don't worry. She listens to the podcast. I was going to say, she is a saint? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't invite me from Survivor. I'm sorry. Uh, too late. <laughs> invite revoked. Survivor something we'll get into on the podcast sometime, but not not yet. It's too It's too early. Too early. My family has an event. It's called Survivor. It's really fun. We'll talk about it some other time. Dave, what cool things besides winning this ARAM just now have you done? I mean, winning the ARAM was pretty cool. That's fair. That's fair. I don't I don't normally play tanks. No? Uh, nah. I mean, I don't know. I seem to do pretty well when I do, but I don't normally because it's kind of boring. But You're boring. Fair. How dare you? <laughs> but yeah, no, no, playing... Uh, Brahm is Brahm is one of those exceptions because you can actually uh, play make with him, and uh, we had somebody who was going to play Oswo, 
Brom's really good at engaging. Uh, so like that's his thing. I actually think he's actually better at disengaging. Oh, peeling, sure. He's, he's pretty good at both. He's pretty good at both. Yeah, uh, I think he's pretty good at disengaging because they like they jump on your your teammate. You dash to them, put up your wall, and just throw up your ult. And you're just like, no, <laughs> leave my people alone. No. <laughs> That shield is fucking annoying, too. Like, it just dwarfs every single aerial projectile. Like, nothing. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. All right. And Emily, have you played it all this week? No. So that leads perfectly into our next question, then, of how many team boosts <laughs> do you still have? <laughs> the same as last time. Was it 33, I think? I think it was 32. Oh, Nice. <laughs> You need to think better. <laughs> Emily, you gotta finish. You're a third of the way through the team boost you had. She don't gotta do shit. Well, I'm sorry I've been taking care of your sick ass. Damn! Oh, oh. What? You act like I had COVID or something. I, I will say one other thing that I, I, did, I did get to do that is a lot of fun. Oh, okay, Dave. Whenever I get a uh, Rakan and Aram, I will play him full AP, uh, full CDR. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, that's actually a popular thing to do in Wild Rift as well, is build AP Rakan, because he deals a fuck ton of damage. His ratios are pretty nutty. Yeah. Well, when Dave does it, I'm happy. When Aram, random Arammers do it, I'm unhappy. <laughs> that's fair. It is important to hit your abilities when uh, when you build it this way. Uh, so as it is, uh, I, I just hit my abilities, and it's super good. Uh, so if you plan on hitting your abilities with their con, build a full AP. That's a good plan. I, I, that is a honestly, good plan. I think that applies to more than one, more than just for con. But I don't know. I don't want to speak. Well, it matters a lot more with this. But then again, you have a lot of chances. I think I this build has like sixty percent CDR or some random garbage. Oh wow! There's no more That's CDR in the game, actually, Dave. Could you refer to it by its actual name? No. Cooldown reduction. Nope. What? Nani? fucking called ability it's ability haste goddamn casuals holy shit <laughs> i cannot i will not you have a fucking podcast about this game <laughs> no <laughs> and i'm going i'm going to call it edh until i die too that's that's whatever i don't whatever that's right that's true that's right ability dragon cooldown reduction just stop anyway <laughs> <laughs> It's CDR. What what does it do? It reduces the cooldowns of your abilities, doesn't it? It increases the haste with in which, which you can cast your them. abilities. <laughs> I'm upset for Dave. <laughs> hey, take it up with a riot, not me. That's fair. I don't have to take it up with anybody because I don't care. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Emily. Yep. You are a gamer of another type, though. What game have you been hanging out and going ham on in the last couple months on your Switch? Talk about it. Is it is it is it Dragon Ball Legends? Close. No. <laughs> Just Animal Crossing. Oh, oh. Yeah. So talk about Animal Crossing. What do you like about it? What are you doing it? Like give us give us the rundown. We want to hear from Emmy. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, she just got the game. Get off her back. <laughs> Please tell us. No. <laughs> I know. I don't yeah. really know what to say. What do you do in your game? You don't just sit there and stare at the screen doing nothing and not pressing any <laughs> buttons. What if she does? 
what are you trying to accomplish? Um, it's pr- it's pretty much I run around and pick Doing up things. what? <laughs> I run around and pick up things. That's what I do. Mm, mm. How how is this different from League? Okay, so you gather. Do you not hunt? No. What is? Okay. <laughs> Antonio, you no. fucking casual. She's so, she was so upset about that. Yeah. So it's just gathering. I mean... Do you fish? That's hunting. Yes, I fish. So I guess it's kind of hunting. Okay. That's kind of hunting. Okay. I was thinking, like, you know, shoot animals in the face. Why you gotta bring guns into this? <laughs> well, that's what I think of when I think of hunting. That's the first thing that pops into my head. We can bow hunt. Can you dynamite fish in Animal Crossing? Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> no. They should, they should really put that option into the game. So what else did you do? So you landed on like just a basic island, right? I picked out my island. Right. But what was on the island? Whoa, whoa. Why are you... Don't call it, don't call it basic. <laughs> what was said? But, like, what started on the island? Like, give us the rundown of where you started and how you've progressed. Trees. And, like, what's... Trees. Tree, trees. <laughs> trees. Just just trees? Nothing else? <laughs> trees trees, and rocks and cliffs. And I picked one with a river running through it. Nice. You know what? It's awfully fitting that there's trees on this island, considering there are no trees where you live. <laughs> That's true. No trees. <laughs> Don't let anyone tell you. Trees are a government conspiracy. Why are you doxing wow. us? I was trying Why not to dox you. Why are you telling you people where we yourself. live? I'll edit this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I actually, Bro. I put a, a sensor beep in uh, our last podcast episode, right where Ryan says my email. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty good. I'm about halfway done editing our uh, last episode, which should be releasing this Monday. And I think moving forward from now on, listeners, our podcast is going to be releasing on Mondays, unless there's some sort of delays or anything else, which, of course, I'll try to you know communicate with you guys on our social medias about. And you can hold him to it. And if you if he doesn't, if you don't see a new episode on, on Mondays, fucking riot. Into his games. Yeah, into his games. <laughs> oh, no, don't I mean, do that. <laughs> I do I do have something I thought of. If you're listening to this podcast, probably don't need help with that anyway. But anyway. <laughs> That's fair. I do I do think I have something that we're gonna do for our wedding weekend, because obviously uh, obligatory mention Emily and I are getting married. Her her her. You're getting married? Every week. Every week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. <laughs> One day, we're going to be like, Emily and I are married. You got married? <laughs> Happened. <laughs> and we won't have to talk about our wedding anymore. Who's skin? I think we're going to do a skin giveaway that weekend. Yeah, put it back. So we'll we'll have a, uh, a one-week episode reprieve, and we'll give That's away awesome. two skins. We'll do one in PC League, and we'll do one in Wild Rift. Wait, can I win? That way, you know. We can support our listeners. They can support us. And the way it'll probably work, we'll probably be like, in honor of a Hispanic Link and Emmy's wedding, we are giving away skins. Like, in order in order to, you know, get in on the giveaway, you got to like this post. You got to share voice? it. You got to follow us. Blah, 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 blah. Is that your giveaway voice? 
so there there was a time when big league required you to be friends with somebody for x amount of time before you could give them anything that is also true in modern for sure oh yeah i'll just pay pay people the money for a skin okay and then if they don't want to buy the skin that's on them <laughs> that's okay uh, uh, I was gonna say, if we need to find the perfect skin to symbolize uh, the love between you, and then we have to decide what it would be. I'm Pool Party Mundo. <laughs> That's the groom. You just are him. Yes. Okay. Wow. How are you not a Nunu skin? I think Emily's. Uh, well, if I'm a Nunu skin, I'm Zombie Nunu and up. And Emily's the little scientist that controls the big, the big dumb zombie. That's me. So she's like one of the high. She's one of the Heimer skins in your your zombie Nunu. <laughs> yeah. No, I was gonna say she's probably like pool party Caitlyn. Caitlyn's the furthest thing from a scientist that has ever existed. Well, I don't know. How dare you? I don't know about that. She's kind of smart. She's got the science of law down because she's a sheriff. <laughs> I'm so fucking done with you. <laughs> so glad I leave in seven minutes. <laughs> All right, Dave, before you leave, let's cover your category then. What's new in PC League? Tell us what's up. Uh, I'm pretty sure all the splits are done, so that means playoffs. Yeah. Woo! Yep, playoffs have started. Awesome. Uh, LCK playoffs have definitely started. Uh, one of the quarterfinals is done. LPL playoffs have also started. That makes sense, because I don't watch that. <laughs> I'll watch it eventually. So let's see. Uh, looks like Lip. Lip Sandbox defeated DRX. Yeah, they did. Didn't see that one coming. You did or didn't? Because Lip Sandbox has been playing like absolute absolute animals in the back half of the season. Uh, yeah, but they're they're a very young team. Uh, DRX has depth on it. Uh, it's it's surprising in that way. Uh, depth also said that he was uh, retiring at the end of this uh, at the end of this year. I think. Uh, Rip Dafterino. Uh, so for those of you who don't know depth. Uh, who was the other person that retired? Somebody retired for wrist injuries this year. Oh, Hooney. Hooney. It's Hooney, I promise. <laughs> Best of luck to Hooney, because we know that's a very popular League of Legends like personality. I've never heard of him, actually. Yeah, he's um, he, he moved right into coaching. <laughs> I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm Ryan. <laughs> yeah, H- 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 Hooney moved... Nah. <laughs> Hoonie was uh, immediately coaching on TSM within like two or three weeks, so he's he's doing okay. I'm not surprised. If you're one of the best League of Legends players, there's at least a chance. It's not perfect, but there's at least a chance that you are probably like skilled enough to be able to tell other people how to be better at this game too, right? It depends. I mean, there's there's a few different paths. Like you can go that path, you can go the streaming path. Like Doublelift went to streaming. Scarra went to streaming. I mean, Scar doesn't stream League anymore for the most part, but he still went to streaming. Uh, and it's it's been very lucrative. In this specific case, it's a little harder for Huni to stream if he has wrist injuries, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's not going to want to, like, aggravate him further? Yeah, sure. It, it, it depends on why you retire, obviously. Yeah, if he's a fucking pussy. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, cool. Anyway, so the other quarterfinal here... Uh, was uh, King Zone beat uh, KT Rolster. So our semifinals in LCK, we got Genji against Lip Sandbox and uh, T1 against Don Juan. Okay. Uh, so I guess we're ex- we're expecting Genji to to kind of crush Lip Sandbox and T1 and DK should be closer. I agree. 
And yeah, I don't know what's going on in the other regions. I, don't, I honestly don't even know what's going on in NA. I'll go over North America and LEC this weekend. Let's see. LP- I, I don't know any of the, the teams. And oh, wow, they're like really far in, uh, in LPL, actually. Let's see. LPX is out of LPL already, apparently. Yep. Yeah, LEC I could give two shits about, to be honest. That's fair. Uh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so LCS. Round one of the uh, upper bracket is CLJ versus C9. And Team Liquid versus FlyQuest. So probably C9 and Liquid are favored. Mm, so I was actually listening to uh, The Dive today, uh, which is a podcast done by the LCS, uh, a lot of the LCS casters like Isaiah Alcobi and, and Mark. And they were discussing the, the playoff landscape here. And uh, they, they're they kind of split on who's favored between CLG and Cloud9 because uh, you know, there's kind of this narrative that a lot of teams are getting by on like name recognition over like the quality of the quality of their play. And like, if you look at like the actual gameplay of the two teams <laughs> and like discount, like turn nameplates off. Right. And so you're not talking about blabbers, Ven and, and, you know, all pro fudge and, and, you know, second best mid laner of all time, Jensen, right. If you turn nameplates off and just look at their gameplay, it's pretty close. And I, they kind of ended up saying that like CLG might be favored. I don't know. I think it's going to be a fucking banger of a match, though. What? Isn't CLG's been winner Palafaker? Yeah, Palafaker, dude. In this case, that's a compliment, not an insult. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Every, every time I see him on my screen, he's ending, but moving on. I mean, okay. Uh, the difference yeah. between the, the difference between a genius play and an, a fucking in play can be can be pixels you know but if it's an in play every single time uh, no, 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 no. logic has no place in these arguments this is purely emotional <laughs> we don't we don't argue based on logic and facts here all right i feel like clg has a better chance and so therefore <laughs> they do yeah okay <laughs> all right so moving on uh, the winner, the winner of the close match between CLG and C9, will play Evil Geniuses, and the winner of TL and FlyQuest will play Hundred Thieves, and then the losers of the match, those matches, will play TSM and uh, Golden Guardians in the lower bracket. And then those two winners of all four of those matches will play each other in a finals and lower finals. Mm, no, they're... and then if I remember correctly. If the team from upper bracket beats the team from lower bracket, that's it. It's over. But if the team from lower bracket beats the team from upper bracket, they have to play another one. Then if the team from lower bracket beats them again, then the lower bracket team's the winner, right? Uh, You've done more research about this already than I have, so yeah. Okay. Basically, from what I understand is that the team that's in the loser's bracket has to win twice if they want to win, whereas the team in winner's bracket only has to win once. Yeah, it's uh, I'm pretty sure if you're in the upper bracket, you're, it's based, it's double elimination for you, and if you start in the loser's bracket, it's effectively single elimination. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's pretty so, cool. I'm glad that splits is starting to come to an end. We're starting to get into some more exciting league play, which is awesome. Dude, it's actually pretty hype. I mean, not that it hasn't been exciting this whole time. Who doesn't like watching some pretty sweet league plays? Well, I mean, <laughs> the cool thing about it is that they're all sweet. <laughs> You know what? That's a good point. They're all better than us. So, so, so to put it in perspective, uh, what Worlds ends up being, what is it? 
late October, I think, early November, Ryan? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah? The fall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, September 29th through November 5th. Yep. I mean, yeah, so, like, September 29th is, like, the play-in stage and stuff like that. Like, the actual group stage and stuff like that starts in October. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a long-ass time. Like, once you get to the, the actual knockout rounds, there's a week between each, like, the quarterfinals and the semis and the finals. Yep. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, Worlds is the longest time. These will, these will typically take take place in, like, different areas. It's completely different places, too. I was hoping to to be able to go since it's an A, an a finally, but the hotels in Chicago are fucking ridiculous. Have you checked out the Airbnbs at all? Dude, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, mean just, I figured it just much. basically any sort of like uh, like uh, hospitality accommodation just like out through the roof right now. So, rip. All right. Yeah. Anybody have anything else before we move on to patch notes for three point three b? Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Dave. Thank you for joining us. Go have fun playing Magic. Oh, what? And thank you for the wonderful League of Legends update today. Dave, Dave gets okay. Dave, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Have fun, Dave. <laughs> Ah! He's gone! Somebody killed Dave! Dave! You bastard, you killed Dave! Oh, boy. <laughs> Classic. Alright, Emily, this is your moment. What? Why? So, we are in Wild Rift Patch Notes 3.3b. Yay, another adjustment. Yes, yes, indeed. So there's two new champions that are coming out. We have Samira and Scion. They're coming out on August 26th. So they're not quite here yet, but they are coming with this patch in a week from when we're recording today. Yeah, super exciting, super exciting. Um, Now, that being said, before we get into those characters and how we're going to play, we're actually going to go through the rest of the patch notes first. So I'll go through the one event real quick, and then Emily's going to cover as many of the champion changes as she can. Y'all ready for this? All right. So, uh, give me one second to get the patch notes up. Is there a link? Uh, I can send you a link. Thank you. I literally just googled patch notes three point three b and I was able to pull it up. What kind of showrunner doesn't even put the patch notes in his goddamn show notes? <laughs> That's exactly my reaction when I don't have show notes. <laughs> I send it to our group chat. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, there goes our friend Chim Chim again, complaining that he doesn't have enough <laughs> Poro energy for a free skin. Again? <laughs> yeah. Was it, was it like two days? Yeah. <laughs> this man cannot be stopped. What group chat did you send? Oh, come on, son. Did I send it to the wrong group chat? No, I sent it to the right one. No, you just sent it to my phone, but... Oh, you wanted it sent to, like, you know, Messenger or something fancy. Don't worry about it. I got it. I, I have a brain. I can figure it out. Hot take. <laughs> Another one of those Ryan hot takes. <laughs> you got me there. Scorching hot, blazing hot take. Scorching scorching hot take that he has a brain. Classic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on. You guys are nice. We are. We're super nice. I actually feel bad because, like, when I listen to our podcast, I feel like we're kind of particularly mean to you. But, like, we're not meaning to be. me? No. We're particularly mean to Emily. Like, we make the same jokes that we make together towards her. But instead of, like, laughing or being into it, she just stays quiet. So it really just sounds like (laughs) insults. It's kind of fucked up. It's like bullying her. (laughs) It's really messed up, actually. I felt really bad. 
<laughs> okay, I I would like to say I never bully Emily. I'm always supportive. So stop bullying your fiance, dude. Emily, do you agree with that? I honestly don't. After these are recorded, I forget everything that's happened. They're gone. <laughs> <laughs> like nothing. Dude, that just that just goes to show how bad the fucking PTSD is. <laughs> no, it just means like it doesn't matter to me. It's not bad or like whatever enough to for me to remember. Nope, it's PTSD. <laughs> Today I learned Emily doesn't support this podcast because she has not gone back to listen to the episodes. <laughs> oh my god, I listened to every episode three times. I don't think that's true. You can't. You don't know me. You're right. Currently, I don't. But I'll go back through our data and I'll be like, how many Thomas are Ryan Hickeys are there? You have that kind of data? No. <laughs> Actually. Okay. I'm not to be like. One of the things that I read about when you first do podcasting is that podcast statistics are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> like the data is not good. I can I can see that. All right, but there's the Weapons of Noxus event. I assume this is going to be like the pool party event or something, or maybe you can get like a cool little emote or, you know, some free Poro energy or Poro coins. I, I it's not going to be like a Stargate event. Like, there, there's always got to be some event going on, and not all of them are going to be bangers. I think it's going to be one of those fillers. There's just going to be another, yeah, transitional event to get us to the next big thing or whatever, just to make sure people are like still trying to put in their games or whatever. Not that that works for Emily. Just to make sure everyone logs in every day. What did you say about me? <laughs> He's talking shit. I said not that these events entice you to be able to play. Like it doesn't it doesn't work to bring you back into play, but you know. Yeah, I don't know what's up with me. <laughs> you just have better you just know you have better things to do with your time. That's fair. Yeah. Like, that's the thing though, is you're usually pretty completionist too, so Yeah, I don't I don't know what it is. Because I do like yeah, I don't know. And I keep telling you, like, you don't have to just play with me. I tell her all the time to, like, hit up some of our other friends or whatever and play, but she just, she doesn't want to. I like to play with you. The thing is, the thing is about that, you is you are a lot more social than the average butterfly. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> it's amazing. So I'm, I'm on Team Emily here. Look at that, supportive. <laughs> it's amazing how social I can be for how high my social anxiety actually is. <laughs> like, it... I mean, that's why you're so social. You're just like, I can't, no, no one can hate me. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't hate me. You guys, you know, you, you like me, right? You don't like hate me or anything, right? No, I fucking hate you. Fuck! (laughs) 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 All right, champion changes. See, that's one of, that's one of the, that's one of those uh, jokes that can't, you know, could be, could be misconstrued as bullying and because it is. Yep. (laughs) I believe they call that gaslighting, but who knows? Okay, Blitzcrank has a change. Emily. Blitzcrank has a change. That's good. Blitzcrank. His rocket grab um, cooldown is less. Rocket grab. Heard it's gonna be a little less time. By two seconds. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, Emily. What? Do you know which ability his rocket grab is? The first one. It sure fucking is. That's right. It's the hook. All right. That's like the only freaking. <laughs> That's why I asked you because I'm like, this one, she better fucking know. She used to play Blitzcrank. <laughs> That's like the only one I actually know where it is. Dude, you can't. 
the bar can't be that they played the champion before, considering you got to Emerald without opening the shop. So yeah, like, obviously you don't have to read any text in the game to like win games. So, oh my god, or like that person that I was talking to on Reddit that didn't know that like towers and stuff like gave you like gold and experience. Like they got to masters without knowing that. That blew my mind. Eh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I could I could see how you get there. Like, I mean, the gold thing is kind of. Yeah. Right, but experience. I mean, shit. I had to learn about experience. Remember how you were talking about like how it's like basically within like your quote unquote attack range or like you know a mid sized alt range. Like I had no idea about that till recently. So that I definitely get. Yeah, XP range. I think is a is a concept that isn't necessarily always uh, self evident. So, yeah. all right, Emily Gragas. Uh, a happy hour, I believe, is passive, right, Ryan? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Does it not say? Yeah, I was like, I played, I played Gragas, but I don't know what his things are. Anyways, happy hour. Heal is increasing to 7% maximum health. Uh, Drunken Rage, the damage AP ratio is going from 65% to 75%. Pretty sure that's his second ability. Yep. That sounds good. Um, and his <laughs> body slam... <laughs> Yeah, whatever. His damage AP ratio is 60% to 70%. So. His second and third ability are getting 10% extra AP ratio, which is pretty good. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are saying this is a really good change for Gragas, and, like, he's going to be pretty good. A lot of people are dumb. And not just, like, <laughs> in a particular uh, position, either. It's going to be uh, jungle or, like, mid Gragas. And what'd you say, Ryan? Did you say something snarky? Nothing. I would never. You. I'll find out when I edit this, and I'll make sure I bring that straight to the forefront of the conversation. <laughs> Everyone can roast me next week. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll hit Cassidan, because fuck Cassidan. God, he was pissing me off. But anyways. I don't think this nerf is enough, but. No, it's not. But that's okay. <laughs> they, they, they brought him down a little bit. He's a little less tanky. His health, his base health is going down by 40 points. And his health per level is going down by 10 points each. And it's not like he's still hitting the same maximum health. Like, he's going to just straight up have less health, which is a good change for him, I feel like. Uh, Kha'Zix, he's also being changed as well. He's being nerfed such that his isolated target damage is going down from 110% to 100%. So, still fine. Uh, something that people pointed out when I was reading up on Kha'Zix changes or whatever. People are like, isn't he supposed to be able to jump in and one-shot people? And somebody took that same sentence and they said, they're not supposed to be able to one-shot, they're supposed to be able to assassinate. You're not supposed to just die right away, but he is supposed to have a significant advantage and be able to, like, maybe, you know, after, you know, two or three abilities or a couple seconds be able to get you. The kind of, yeah, I think the, the the best way to kind of I think about it is, like, <laughs> if you put, if you have, like, a your carry like your squishy dudes right and uh your tanks leave them alone or you, you just leave them all alone and uh yeah you leave them one-on-one with kha'zix kha'zix should be able to kill your carry yep one-on-one that's what assassination is right but he shouldn't be able to just like go in there pop your pop your carry and walk out like uh you know um if you know no matter yeah. what <laughs> um that that would be no fun for anyone there's a reason that for a long time Kha'Zix was my go-to ban for jungler because like he really is one of the best ones. He's really good in one v ones. Yep. Ryan, do you wanna do you wanna tackle this next change for us? Uh, 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Gangas, Kassian, Kha'Zix. Lucian! All right. <laughs> Fucking biggest trap in the goddamn game. Playing Lucian is the best way to guarantee that you lose games to League of Legends. That's not what this change implies. Um, so, apparently, they're drunk at Riot, and they think Lucian's too strong. Uh, so they nerfed the cooldown on his Q. I mean, they buffed the cooldown on his Q. I fuck, God knows fucking why. But, yeah, Lucian should be slightly less strong, I guess, which is cool. But who I mean, gives a shit? Like, yeah, who gives a shit? Like, if you, don't, if you want to win games, you shouldn't be picking Lucian in the fucking first place. So... <laughs> I don't understand why they're saying, like, all these changes that we've made in recent patches favored Lucian. Like, how? What? What changes? Well, I mean, like... like uh, Oh, the alt cooldowns? Yeah, okay. that is pretty good for Lucian. That's a good uh, point. He really likes that. Um, I don't think, yeah, like, dragons know. being later or the dragon buff stacking really make it. Uh, he, like, so he, like... Mm, I think the turret pl- the tower plates kind of favor him a little bit in the sense that like there's more gold available for him to push his his like his leads but i don't know it's still kind of a stretch for me yeah um, i think lucian's garbage i think he's too short range to actually do anything useful um and uh yeah you just get a lot more done with a better to carry yeah i think that's fair you want to cover the next one too um sure Let's see. All right, we got Nautilus. Ah, <laughs> All right, since his release, the Titan of the Depths has been performing not too hot. Kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're giving Nautilus an array of buffs that will allow him to make impactful plays more consistently throughout the course of the game. So I buffed his base movement speed by five. Uh, doesn't seem like a huge um, amount, but it, it adds up, I promise, especially when you buy boots. Um, you know, you, you start getting to, you know, when you roam, you start getting to where you're getting, you know, second sooner, a couple seconds sooner, um, and you're just able to have a bigger impact on the game overall with base, more base movement speed. They're also buffing the cooldown on his first ability, Dredge Line, as well as the projectile speed, which means it should be easier to land. And then his ult is also getting a buff. Uh, the So the way his ult kind of works is you target someone and he, he sends a depth charge underground and it takes a little bit to travel underground before gets to the target and knocks them up. So the time it takes to like move under the ground and speed up under the ground is being buffed. Um, it goes from two and a half seconds to one, which means the target will get knocked up a lot sooner. Uh, and the cooldown is also being buffed by 10 seconds every break. Um, so I think this should be good changes for, for Nautilus. I know they're, they buffed him last patch or a couple patches ago, trying to in- increase his viability in the jungle. I, this should help that too, but I think this also just helps support Nautilus. And what's cool about Nautilus in the jungle, right, is like he's not a jungler that's supposed to go in there and like pop you like Kha'Zix. Like the way I envision him is he's a very CC oriented champ. Yep. So you're supposed to like kind of go in there, gank, stop the enemies from moving around, and then like your ADC and support or your mid laner or your solo laner are there to clean up the kill. So you're there specifically to just snowball lanes and that's it. Yeah. What you're not supposed to do is pick Nautilus jungle while you have like Scion top or Dr. Mundo top or something because then your team just does no damage. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fair because you can't like CC them or whatever. Does Scion have that same thing that Mundo does? Not like Mundo goes wherever he pleases, but kind of. Yeah, I mean kind of. It's just more like it's less about the CC because Nautilus is playing. It's just that you just have no damage, right? So like... You, you, you catch someone with the, the, the Nautilus CC and then, you know, Dr. Moon you know, slaps them around and then they walk away, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But if you have something like a Pantheon top or, um, you know, something 
with a lot of damage Fiora top, that that's really good with Nautilus, right? You lock him down and, and just murk him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. Emily. Yeah. <laughs> Shyvana? Shyvana. Her base stats are going down. Health per level is going to 105. And then her burnout is also being buffed. Nope. Nerfed. Five. Nerfed. What? <laughs> I said that. Mm, I said nerfed in my head, but not out loud. <laughs> uh, it's getting nerfed. Five each level. Yeah. So. That's fine. Shyvana, her rework made her really, really strong. Really strong. So I'm not surprised that they're nerfing her a little bit to kind of bring her back in line. She's like, she's basically fucking Thanos. She's like inevitable, right? Like it doesn't matter. She just farms up and she evolves all her abilities and she's just going to be vibing. Which is cool. Cause like, I like the idea of being able to have a hyper carry yeah. in the jungle. Cause for a while people were trying to like jungle with Vayne to like get that ability. But now they have like Shivana as an option <laughs> to be able to like farm. <laughs> I don't find Vayne jungle particularly uh, good. Jungle with Vayne. Yeah, it's not particularly compelling. <laughs> yeah. Emily? Tristana. Tristana? Isolated Emily. <laughs> Isolated Emily, indeed. Um, Her rapid fire, her cooldown is being buffed. And her explosive charge, the cast time is being decreased from 0.27 seconds to 0.13 seconds. Yeah, and people, again, are very excited for this Tristana buff. People have thought Tristana was a little underwhelming as far as the ADC role goes. With She was already pretty good, now she's really freaking good. Yeah, now she's kind of <laughs> broken. I played with a couple Tristanas today. Some of them were good, some of them left some stuff to be desired. <laughs> Next. Ooh, this is a long one, Emily. You think you got it? No, but... You got this. Okay, Varus. His living vengeance, the duration, it was just five seconds, but now it's going to be in levels based on the champion level. Upwards of eight seconds now. Yeah, and pretty much the same for Blighted Quiver. The cooldown um, was just 25 seconds, but now it's going to start at 22 and go down to 16. Based on leveling it up. Yep. And then his Hail of Arrows, the cooldown is being decreased for all levels except for the last one. Yeah. Which is interesting because it actually counts down. Three, two, one, zero. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Oh, wow. Wukong. What? I cannot believe they're buffing this man again. <laughs> well, it's kind of a buff, kind of just like a quality of life change. I guess that's fair. He he's pretty good. I like where Wukong's at right now. He's scary. Yeah. I don't like seeing him anywhere. Yeah, I think the issue with him right now is there's a lot of walls that look like he should be able to dash over and like it gets kind of tricky. You have to be, position yourself like exactly right and it can be really brutal when you you, you kind of misplace it. So like I have, like it's not a huge buff. I just think it, it'll help kind of smooth out those really frustrating experiences when you're like, ah, fucking move, and it, you know, he doesn't. Um, yeah, because like, anytime somebody tries to like, flash over a wall and they fail, for example, like, it feels so bad yep. when you like, try to flash over a jungle wall and instead you like, flash further into the jungle camp and it's like, well, now I'm stuck here. Yeah. 
now I'm just fucking dead. <laughs> so I guess this makes sense that yeah. they want less of that on Wukong players. So, yeah. all right, Wukong mains, you're lucky. <laughs> Yumi, Yumi got a change. You want to cover this last one, Em? Okay. They deleted Yumi from the game at pr- praise. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the change that happened, but close. <laughs> Bop and block. Shield is going down. Ew. What? <laughs> I thought it was pop and block. Bop and block? I'm so upset. Please continue. I'm so sorry. I was just very disturbed by bop and block. <laughs> It was just so genuine. You're just like, <laughs> it's pure disdain. <laughs> anyway, the shield is going down. Yeah, by 25 at all levels. Yep, and zoomies, the heal is also going down on all levels. I don't really care for Yumi, but that's crazy. And by crazy, I mean awesome. Fuck that champion. No one does. Stupid garbage champion. <laughs> ARAM, there's a bunch of changes. The champions that are being touched are Akali, Brand, Evelyn, Ezreal, Graves, Janna, Kassadin, Kha'Zix, Lux, Shyvana, Wukong, Yumi, and Zed. Various different things. It's either damage dealt or damage received is being adjusted in one way or another, so that's fine. Hashtag ARAM, ARAM balance changes. Yeah, just more ARAM balances. So, uh, Gameplay changes. Rune changes, Domination, Giant Slayer is being touched. It was made as an option to counter high health enemy, enemy and M- Emily's. Good touch or bad touch? I got I got Emily's. I got Emily's. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> got a lot of Emily's. <laughs> All right. Uh, the bonus damage was 1% bonus damage per 100 bonus max health up to 10%, so 1,000 bonus max health. Uh, it's being moved up to 2% per bonus 100 max health. Still up to 10%, so 500 bonus max health. So that's what Giant Slayer is doing. And uh, Ryan, you want to go over the inspiration ones? Let's see. I'm going to mute my microphone so I can cough. All right, I'm back. Wow. All right, inspiration, Demolish. Since it's released, Demolish has been slightly underperforming. To help this rune out, we're increasing how its damage scales with maximum health so that tanky users can, users can more effectively plow through takedown structures. So its damage is going from 200 plus 25% of your max health, which is pretty cool, to 200 plus 30% of your max health. I didn't realize the mulch start, uh, scale with your own max health, so that's cool. <laughs> and now, now you know. Yep. Imagine <laughs> reading text in this game. Can you imagine and reading that. the things that go on in this game that you play? Can you imagine that? can't imagine reading in general (laughs) and then the other one oh yep inspiration nimbus cloak uh nimbus cloak hasn't been making the impact on the rift that we would like to see to make it a more enticing loadout pick we're increasing both the minimum and maximum movement speed that it provides and also increasing its duration uh so its duration is going from two to three seconds which is a 50 percent increase Uh, this movement speed is going from five to 35 percent to 10 to 40 percent um, so just uh, Nimbus Cloak should just be a little better to take. Uh, I like it on champions like Gragas or, or Graves, champions that kind of need to stick to their target to be, you know, maximum effectiveness. 
Uh, Mundo is kind of a, maybe another potential Nimbus Cloak user. Yeah. All right. Next one. I want to do this one. Resolve. Nullifying Orb. It was so good. It was so good. And it is no longer so good. Nullifying Orb is a bunch of bullshit. Uh, <laughs> it's a free barrier that you don't need a brain to use. Um, <laughs> so Nullifying Orb has been one of the uh, most dominant defensive rune options since its release. They're toning it down so it's less powerful than the early game, but continues to stand out as the go-to choice for scaling champions. It's going for 80 plus, 80 plus 50 percent bonus ad and 30 percent ap there's i'll explain the difference in a second to 60 plus 50 percent bonus ad and 38 30 percent ap um so uh just to clarify the difference between just scaling with regular ad or ap and bonus ad or ap is uh if it scales with just your entire ad or ap whatever your you know, ad or ap number is <clears throat> you take that percentage that percentage of that number and add it and that's you know what the skill does with bonus ad it doesn't count anything that you start the game with right uh, it only counts the the stats that you get from your items or from other sources okay that makes sense so uh, you know it, it still it still scales pretty good but not as well as like the entire you know if you scale off your entire stat so that's the difference between the two stats yes so it's still it's a it's it's a pretty good option. It's not the default best option anymore, like it's been. <laughs> um, but anytime anything is uh, clearly the best option, it's dumb and boring because uh, interesting games are all about player choice, right? And so if something's clearly the best, it means the players do not have a choice in what you pick, right? Which is boring. So. And for a while, I was just auto taking nullifying orb, but as a new new main, now. Yeah, me too. I still might because it's so goddamn good. Right. Now I take Ultimate Shield instead because one of the things that's really tough about Nunu's Ultimate is like you can just die while you're casting it. And so having that it's it's basically it just it does the same thing for me. It just does it in a different time period. Instead of when I'm almost dead, I cast my ultimate and it gives me that shield and that extra life so that way I can possibly successfully cast my ultimate. Nice. So just as one example. All right, moving on. Uh, jungle changes. The dragons are being touched. Basically, they said dragons were the best, and we want them to be arguably the best, not just flat <laughs> out the best. And on top of that, they felt the shield that Mountain Dragon provided was actually too strong, and so they yeah. said that they touched that dragon the most and that they brought him down. No disagreements here. And so armor and magic resist is going down. Uh, ability, power, and attack damage on Infernals going down. Regenerate missing health on Ocean Dragons going down. And the Elder Dragon buff, the burn per second, is actually going up. They're buffing the Elder Dragon burn. Uh, instead of 60 damage for every one second, it's going to be 100. Um, the other dragons, it's based on percentages. So if... They want the games to fucking end. <laughs> yeah. If, uh, <laughs> if you want to look into the jungle changes a little more specifically, you can check out the 3.3b patch notes on wilddriftleagueoflegends.com. At Hispanic link. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> uh, and then we only got a couple more things. I'll go over some of the quicker stuff before we go over these last changes. There's some new skins. So we got Dragon Trainer Tristana. We got Psyops Kale, Psyops Master Yi, and Psyops Zed. And then when Samira and Scion come out, they're going to have two skins. There's going to be Psyops Samira, and then there's going to be Warmonger Scion. And so those are the skins that are coming out, but those skins won't come out uh, Dragon Trainer Tristan is already out, but the other skins won't be out until August 26th. So that's when they're coming. Cool. 
there's some new accessories coming out. There's a couple new baubles, a new icon, a recall. Ooh, beam me up. Beam me up, Scotty. And uh, a new emote. And then there's just a couple other uh, things that they fixed. Uh, oh, oh, they fixed a bug where Jace's melee attacks have a point zero 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 six chance to crit. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, so they they have decided that they don't want people accidentally dying to Jace crit auto attacks, and so they fix that. Just like I'm trading, I'm trading, I'm trading. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what? Yeah, what? Where did that extra health come from? <laughs> <laughs> that would be fucking infuriating. So I'm glad they're fixing that. Yeah, I can see why people were getting mad. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple system changes. Exhaust got touched. Uh, instead of being a range of seven, it's going to be a range of five. Because basically they said exhaust was basically the best spell for uh, defensive, offensive, and supportive uses. It's too easy to use. So they're deciding that they want to make it a little less uh, go-to. They want to make choice a little bit more diversity happen. So if something's the clearest, best choice, it's not a choice. Oh, that's cool. They're upping the turret plating end time. So instead of ending at six and a half minutes, it's going to end at seven minutes. So you have more time to get that extra turret plating gold from the tier one turrets. Dude, I'm smashing my lane so hard, I don't even need the extra minute. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. who needs that? Who's not taking their lanes yeah. by four minutes? Anyways. If you're not if you're not the inhibitor turret by six minutes, are you even fucking playing the game? <laughs> oh my goodness. Speedrunnings have tainted us forever. What are you talking about? Uh, mid lane and baron lane turrets are also being touched. Uh, they used to have 50 armor resist and magic resist for the first three minutes. Now they're going to have 50 armor resist and magic resist for the first two minutes. And then turret damage, the outer turrets attack damage was 182 to 332. Uh, now it's going from 200 to 325 from zero to 17 and a half minutes. So slowly as the game goes on, turret damage goes up because obviously champions are leveling up. They're getting more health, experience, what? blah, blah, blah. Are they spending their gold, Antonio? What? Spending gold in my League of Legends Wild Rift? Never. Yeah, if, I, if you're on my team and I catch you spending your gold, I'm be like, hey, sir, son, son, we talked about saving your money. <laughs> uh, and then one last turret change is that um, for the first six and a half minutes, they used to have bonus resistances, but now it's going to be for the first five minutes, the turrets have bonus resistances when there are multiple nearby enemy champions. And so if there's two champs, three champs, four champs, five champs, it's 10 armor, 50 armor, 150 armor, 250 armor, based on how many champs are there within the first five minutes at this point. Seems kind of busted. And that's all the stuff for 3.3b that we had. Pretty cool patch. I wanted to go over uh, Samira and Scion a little bit, talk about who they are, where they play, and what their builds might look like. So, Ryan. Yeah. I actually sent you a messenger message about Samira. Let me check it. Yeah, so this is, so it's Stuart is a broadcaster for a lot of League of Legends. You think, you, need, you think I need it's Stuart to tell me how Samira works? How dare you, first of all. And second of all, you think you think he you, you, <laughs> He has some ideas on how these builds are going to be working. And so I referenced uh, WildRiftFire.com when checking out how Scion and Samira might be built. It's Stuart so- needs me to tell him how Samira works. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Well, yeah. when we have him on our podcast eventually, maybe, you can tell him that. 
down like she was fucking <laughs> Alright, so tell um, us about Samira. What's she like? Samira's pretty cool. She's a marksman by role, but she is pretty interesting in that she has a kind of, I don't want to call it like, she doesn't have a straight up different skill set based on her range, um, but things about her kit change dynamically based on her, her range to her target. So what I mean by that is uh, when she is uh, beyond a certain range from her target, she has a regular range auto attack, like, you know, the traditional marksman you might think of like ash <laughs> caitlin or whatever she's a little shorter range i think she's about lucian range but the different biggest difference with her is if she attacks in melee range her auto attack changes from a, a range attack to a melee attack she pulls instead of a gun she pulls out a sword and starts smacking you with the sword um it's pretty cool her so uh, her q also changes based on her range so if it's if she's ranged she'll like shoot out a little bullet from her her gun and it does it does some damage it's a pretty basic ability just point you know aim and fire if you are in melee range instead of shooting a bullet she does like a little sweeping attack with her sword which is pretty cool her w is pretty freaking strong it's one of the most interesting parts of her kit it's uh a, like a wind wall kind of like yasuo but it's a little harder to use. So essentially, she she rotates. Uh, if, you ever, if you ever watch uh, if you ever watch Naruto and you see like Neji do his like his super infinite palm rotation or whatever, and just blocks every attack, it's like the ultimate defense or whatever garbage. It's basically like that, where she she spins around in a circle, and any incoming projectiles get uh, deflected, swept away. Um, pretty cool. It's a very strong ability that allows her to stay, a, <laughs> survive a lot of situations in which she wouldn't. It's very situationally strong, kind of like Brom Wall, where you know it it blocks it blocks a lot of stuff, but it doesn't block everything. And, and the cool thing about it is it has two sweeps; right? it, it sweeps around two times, so it blocks two waves of projectiles. Um, but then that's it. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It also has a tremendously long cooldown. It's like. 30 seconds at rank one or something so you can't just spam it you know you, you do have windows of, of vulnerability the other thing is okay so then we got we got her passive and two more abilities to go over so her third ability is a dash it's a pretty traditional dash pretty strong because if i remember correctly she can not only tar dash through uh, enemies but she can also dash through allies although they might have removed that part from her kit because it was pretty ridiculous and yeah, I think it just has one charge on it, which is also makes sense. The only interesting, other interesting thing about her dash is that she can cast her first ability during it, um, which changes the way the ability works. Instead of doing damage in whatever range it does it normally, it kind of does the damage along the dash, uh, which can be useful for situations, I guess. Um, I don't claim to be a Samira master. <laughs> Few do. <laughs> and then... So the, 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 I, okay, I lied because I said one of the most interesting parts about her kit is her W and that is true, but the most interesting part about her kit is her ultimate. It has, I think like a one second cooldown. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason is, is you can't always use it. Um, you can't just spam it. So Samira has something called uh, a combo system. So as she attacks uh, enemies with abilities, she will start building a combo. 
I think it starts from like F and it goes all the way up to S or something, right? So you have to string a bunch of abilities together. And the thing about her combo is it does not increase if you attack abilities with the uh, attack enemies with the same ability twice. So you have to weave your abilities together to build your combo until you get to the S rank combo. Once you get to the S rank combo, you can use your ultimate. And what her ultimate is is it's kind of like a Katarina ultimate uh, where she spins around doing a bunch of damage. Um, but instead of knives, it's bullets, right? It's knives and bullets, it's swords, it's all, all kinds of stuff. Cause she, yeah, she she rains hell. And she da- she can dash while she uses it, uh, making her incredibly mobile. Uh, it allows her to reposition. Um, you know, if, if she uses her, her ult and she finds it awkward, you can dash during the ultimate. And the cool thing about it is it helps maintain your combo. So after it runs out, you can keep your combo going and then ult again. That's cool. Yeah. So it kind of has, like, it's it's not quite the same because it doesn't just auto-refresh, but it kind of has, like, that Darius or that Katarina reset. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's kind of, yeah, she is <laughs> kind of like the love child of a few different champions, Katarina definitely being one of them. And that is pretty much Samira's kit. She's very strong. The only other thing, which is, is a, another part to her passive, she has multiple passives, like every modern League of Legends champion. And this is... What? Everyone has a passive? two passes we better tell the masses yeah oh my god anyway so as a, as a kind of side joke the, the spell i'm playing path of exile is called uh, lightning conduit right that's the one i plan on playing and so i named my character my character uh, can do it conduit anyway nice. um <laughs> <laughs> um so anyway uh so the other half of samir's passive is and this is kind of to encourage her to to lane with a lane partner because honestly her kit sounds pretty good just for a solo laner uh, other than the marksman part but if i think so if an enemy champion is knocked up by an allied champion in within a certain range samira can dash to that to that knocked up champion kind of like yasuo what yep <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong i don't know if you're probably reading her kit no no okay pretty sure that's how it works it's pretty strong and so like champions like alistar are very strong lane partners with her let me just look at this real quick oh my god look at that he doesn't even have any samir's attacks against enemies affect by affected by immobilizing effects will dash her to attack range if the enemy is knocked up she also keeps them knocked up briefly so it has three parts so essentially uh, if they're slowed and you attack them, you you kind of shuffle into attack range, which is pretty strong already. And then if they are knocked up, you shuffle in and also keep them knocked up for like half a second longer. So like I said, Alistar, pretty good lane partner with Samira. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's on me then to cover Scion, huh? Yeah. And I've played, I played a healthy amount of Scion in the past. So if, if you fuck it up too bad, I'll let you know. All right, fair enough. enough. All right, so Scion has a very, very interesting passive. This is like, it's not quite the whole character, but it's like the whole character, okay? So after being killed, Scion will temporarily reanimate with rapidly decaying health. His attacks become very rapid, heal him, and deal bonus damage based on his target's maximum health, okay? So you revive. You basically get a free Guardian Angel Every time you die with uh, Scion, like that's just what it is. Uh, it's uh, yeah, it's not quite that strong. It seems that strong. It's not quite that strong. 
Correct. It, 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 when they say it, your health... Your health is rapidly decaying. <laughs> yeah. They're not lying when they say rapidly. It's very fast. <laughs> yeah. As far as, like, what he is, he's a solo laner, so he's probably going to be off by himself. And then uh, he has four abilities. So the first one is, it's called Decimating Smash. He charges a pile powerful swing in an area in front of himself that will deal damage to enemies when released if charged for enough time enemies hit by this wait it does damage to emily's emily's all sorts of damage to emily's yep that's busted and if it charges for enough time emily's hit by the swing will also be knocked up and stunned so it can be a stun but you have to charge it up for long enough whoa poor emily or you can just quick cast it and deal a bunch of damage right yep I deal not a bunch of damage, but a little bit of damage. That's fair. That's fair. Tiny bit of damage. His his second ability called Soul Furnace. Uh, he passively gains bonus health when he kills enemies. Sorry, real 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 quick. Sorry, I just have to go back one second. This first the, the you you went over his first ability, right? Mm-hmm. The knock up the charge, right? That thing, if you get the full charge, that thing chunks like a motherfucker. Oh yeah. <laughs> so like yeah, it's really slow. It takes like two seconds to charge up. So, like, you know, if you get hit by it, you're kind of a moron. But if you do, it hurts a lot. <laughs> now, you can't see it being charged in a bush, though, for example, right? Nope. So that's one of the ways that you can, like, advantageously hit people with this without them expecting it. Because, like, any ability that charges up, it obviously has a chance to be dodged. So just keep that in mind when you're casting an ability like this. I've never been hit by an ability that... So, back to the second ability, Soul Furnace. Uh, Scion passively gains bonus health when he kills enemies. Upon activation, Soul Furnace shields Scion for a few seconds, and Soul Furnace can be recast to detonate the shield, dealing damage to nearby enemy champions. So it's a shield, and then it's some damage. And it's some bonus health as well. He, he gets a little shield, and if he doesn't spend the entire shield, it explodes for a little bit of damage. Nice. It's pretty cool. Or he can activate it early to explode it on, on demand. And then his third ability... Scion bellows in the target direction, dealing magic damage to the first enemy he hits, as well as slowing it and reducing its armor. If the target is not a champion, it will be knocked back, dealing increased damage to all enemies it passes through and slowing them by the same amount. Minions and monsters cannot be knocked through terrain. So that's pretty cool. And that might actually lead to uh, a jungle Scion build eventually. I don't think it will currently, but if that's the direction they decide they want to take him, they could. Mm, no. He doesn't. I don't think he he does enough damage to to jungle. Yeah. But I think uh, like for that ability, imagine if you know how if you get a last hit with Mundo, it, the the thing goes flying forever. Same thing. Fair. And then what's his ultimate do? Unstoppable onslaught. Oh, Scion <laughs> charges in a direction, ramping up speed over time. Scion yells. <laughs> he gets real mad. He can steer his charge slightly with, like, the direction that you're heading him in. And when he collides with the enemy, he deals damage and knocks them up based on the distance he has charged. So the farther away you hit somebody from, the better. This sounds so fun to just, like, charge up mid. <laughs> yeah, and it, it lasts a very long time. So, like, you can start it in base and get someone in lane or something like that. Start it in mid and get someone down in bot or whatever. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a pretty cool ability. But if you're kind of wondering, like, how it, it plays, it, it's very similar to, like, Nunu Snowball and, and like, the, the kind of turn radius that you get. So it's not, it's, it's pretty, it's kind of hard to use, but it's very impactful ability. Yeah. All right, let's talk about his build now. 
so he's a tank. <laughs> I know. Shocking. Um, <laughs> but it seems like the current build that most people are going to be using are Sunfire Aegis, Thornmail, Force of Nature, Warmog's Armor, and then Hallbreaker for the damage. Scion is very much so a split-pushing type champion, but can be really good in teamfight situations with some of his abilities, like the Unstoppable Charge, his ultimate, for example. His Q is insane in teamfights. Yeah? Basically, it just it, like it's this entire just giant zone where the enemy team just can't stand. That's fair. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people use Scion for split-pushing, too. Uh, there's a strategy called inting scion and that strategy is unapproved by this podcast (laughs) (laughs) the idea is that you are just constantly pushing the turret whenever you can and it doesn't matter if the turret kills you you keep pushing because your passive is going to revive you and you're going to keep dealing damage to the turret you do this over and over and over and over again I can tell you as one of your potential solo queue teammates, it does matter. Yeah. Yep. Yep. This is a good strategy for like iron, bronze, silver, maybe gold. At a certain point, though, Inting Scion stops when the enemy team figures out how to stop you and how to play the game of League of Legends. Yeah. Like you'll see like in, in big league, you'll see streamers that have done this and to some amount of success, right? Like, you know, people have reached challenger and grandmaster with this garbage. Um, don't do it. <laughs> it is kind of garbage. Not in the sense that it's like a bad strategy, although it is. It's kind of unfun for everyone. It's garbage in the sense that it like legitimately breaks one of the ways you're supposed to play this game. It's just kind of unfun for everyone because like yes, like, if you if you can guarantee that your entire team's on the same page and like you know they're playing around your your the pressure that you can you can generate as inting scion, like that's fine. You know that like that's their strategy there, right? But if you just go into a game and you're like, all right, I'm gonna torment a bunch of nine other people this game, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> Who's really having fun at that point? <laughs> yeah. I don't like hinting Zion. <laughs> it's true. It's true. The runes that people are suggesting currently are Grasp of the Undying, Triumph, Nullifying Orb, and Demolish, which makes sense. If you want to go the split pushing route, Hallbreaker Demolished, you're going to take some fucking turrets down. Yeah, especially with the, the Epiphany that Demolish scales with uh, your max health. The- the fact that Scion scales max health infinitely makes the most pretty good, pretty good yep. on him. Yep. And then for your spells, you're probably playing Flash Ignite. Uh, it has... I'm kind of shocked by this. Why did his boots upgrade into redeeming? Uh, because he can use it while he's dead. Oh <laughs> my god! It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're dying a lot, because that's kind of what your champ's meant to do, yep. then you can... Oh, that's dumb! Yeah. <laughs> um, man, wait. We we just said something about his build that I wanted to comment on. What, did, what was the thing you just mentioned before the, re- the redemption? Uh, Flash ignite. Yeah, I think ignite's fine on him. I think you could basically choose whatever summoner you want and get good usage out of it. Except for smite. Don't pick smite. <laughs> Use your brain. Uh, you know, um, like uh, I think there's exhaust is perfectly viable in a lot of situations um, even with the slight the slight nerf barrier is also pretty good even though it's been nerfed a few times in a row now um heal you probably never want to take as like a solo laner but i you know ignite's great but just you know think about what you what you're bringing into your games yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and that's that's what we're covering in 3.3b today that's it that's the kit and caboodle 
uh, I do have one last thing I wanted to cover, and I think that like we should try and have like some sort of like one tip or trick. I think every podcast episode and uh, today's tip is knowing when to push for objectives versus ending the game. One of the easiest ways you can throw away a game you're winning is by prolonging it beyond the point you needed to and giving the enemy team a chance to make a comeback. I have never done this, by the way. Instead, if you have, you know, a 4v2 advantage and you're able to, you know, like there's some significant death timers, you know, 20, 25 plus seconds, that's a good time where maybe instead of pushing an objective, you should use that numbers advantage to push lanes and possibly push down a nexus. And so just keeping that in mind, not only as a jungler, just as an active player in League of Legends, you should be trying to like figure out what goals your team are trying to work towards and actively push towards those things. One of the most common things I see teams divided on in my experience and in talking with some other folks, you know, like I am Dory K, et cetera, et cetera. Friend of the podcast. Is that people will divide <laughs> their macro focuses and not either push together in the lane or push for an objective together, which also leads to the fact that most people also misidentify the situation where they should do one versus the other. So just try to keep that in mind and try to communicate with your team as often as possible. But going back to something else we said, it's always better to make a wrong decision as a group. So that way you have more chance of succeeding than to make separate wrong decisions and get caught out as isolated Emily's. Yeah, I don't, like to kind of compound like like build upon this. I think it's really important also to like be really cognizant of the like the state of each of your lanes as, as far as like where the waves are, and and by waves I mean minions, right? Like <laughs> there, uh, we talked about it briefly earlier, um, but like the LCK playoffs have started, or all the playoffs have started, and there was a absolutely brutal loss um, earlier this week. I want to say a KT Rolster or something where, so the playoffs in LCK are best of five, right? Which means you have to win um, the best of five matches to win. So three matches, three out of five matches. And so we were in game five, meaning each team had one, two games apiece, right? And so either team can win this, 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 uh, the series and move on to the playoffs and, and the loser is eliminated. Yep. And so we're like 40 minutes into game five, both teams are playing well. There's uh, a dragon soul up for grabs, and KT Rolster goes for the dragon soul. But the problem here is that they neglected to keep track of the state of their minion waves, and the opposing team had a minion wave ready to go right down mid. And they used the, they were like, okay, cool, you go get dragon, and they went and killed the base. The whole base? They didn't even just like take inhibitor and stuff. They took everything. I'm pr- the inhibitor was already down. I'm pretty sure. Oh, no. Yeah, so they could have easily avoided the situation by on their way to Dragon. All they needed to do was was push in the mid wave as they were on their way to Dragon, and then the enemy team doesn't have a minion wave to push with, right? The, the Nexus turret will hold them off for a little bit, and uh, it's a lot less enticing to try and go for a play like that. Yeah. But they got excited. They got hyphy. They you know forgot what they were doing in the moment or whatever, and uh, they, they lost. They lost the game, they lost the series, and they got knocked out of playoffs. All because they didn't push out mid. All right? A classic phrase. You hate to see it happen. Yeah, so a classic nexus for Dragon Tree. It's not worth it, guys. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're pretty much good. Emily, you got anything you want to add? Anything interesting? Any questions? 
No. Ryan, you got anything before we go? If I misunderstood the game state, and if any of you watch that and you're like, that's not what fucking happened, let me know. Tell me. Uh, Fair. Because I'm pretty sure that, that's what happened. Alrighty, y'all. Uh, get excited for next week's episode, because Emily's going to do her first champion deep dive. Whoop, whoop. Woo. Yay. We're excited. And uh, we have a lot more content coming for you guys in the near future. I don't know. On which champion? To be determined. We haven't decided yet. She's stuck between a couple, but we're not going to give away any hints yet. Because that's that's for Emily. Cool. Well, I just finished Act 2, so congratulations to me. <laughs> yeah, woo! Ryan's going to keep crushing Path to Exile. Path of Exile? Path in Exile. <laughs> yep, there you go. I'm in Act 2, and all of the streamers and the racers and the big boys are like in Act 6. And I'm like, <laughs> just walking around with my white boots. Just out here, booting. Booting. Boot, boot. All right. Great episode, guys. Great episode, y'all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support, as always. Check out our Patreon page. We still, we currently have zero donations, so if you want to be the first person to monetarily support the Patreon page and this podcast by extension, you could be it. Pretty cool. Yep. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.